This is Pixel Splitters, your absolute favorite conversation movie news podcast with your hosts, Josh. And games better than The Godfather. Yeah, it's true. And Willis. Like I said that and I agreed with it and then I thought about what I just said. It made me really sad. Join us each week as we break down the latest movie news, TV news, and general industry news and debate about what it all really means. What's going on, everybody? We're back. We're here. I said it again. (laughs) There it is. Uh, And uh, yeah, we got some stuff to talk about. We're getting a little bit towards the end of the year here. Um, So we're getting into. Well, okay, I was going to say something there, but I guess that's not true on based on what we're about to talk about. So uh, (laughs) I was going to say we're getting into like Oscar season. We're getting into some of the, you know, kind of more stuff. Like end true. of the year review kind of things. Um, yeah. But we're not going to talk about any kind of things like that. No, today. no. First thing we're going to talk about today is a guy by the name of Walter Hamada. Um, yes. Who you may or may not know his name. He has been a big producer at uh, Warner Brothers Discovery mm-hmm. uh, for the past few years. Um, and he's going over to Paramount. Yeah. To lead. What is it, Josh? To lead their uh there's specifically yeah their creative division of mid to low budget horror movies and we'll talk about that because that's yes something that obviously i have a deep fascination with. yeah um <laughs> after that we're gonna touch non-spoilery um which is definitely a word i can say about wakanda forever and its box office performance this weekend and what that kind of means and where we think it's gonna go absolutely and then <laughs> This is something I feel like we have to talk about at some point. Um, So we're going to (laughs) knock it out today. We got to talk about Harry Styles. We have to. Because he's an actor, question mark. Quotes. Quotes. He's acted. He has acted. That can be confirmed. Uh, (laughs) So we're going to talk about him a little bit and uh, what's going on there. And we're going to wrap it up by talking about how far out movies should be teased. Yeah, uh, because Margot Robbie's Pirates of the Caribbean movie is on hold. Yeah. And it's been coming for several years and is still or was still several years away. Yeah. So, like, why tell why us? say anything? We'll discuss. <laughs> yeah. Um, But before we get into that, Josh, you want to run us through our weekly releases? I do, because there's two pretty, fairly large theatrical releases going on this week. The first one um, being She Said, which is uh, Maria Schrader's new movie recounting the experience of two New York Times reporters, Jody Cantor and Megan Toohey, who broke the Harvey Weinstein story and the accusations yes. and the charges that later came. Um, this star is Carrie Mulligan and Zoe Kazan, and this for sure is going up for you know, in all, for a lot of Oscars, and it's just a really important movie to see. And actually, I'm going to see it this weekend because I just like it. This is a movie that people should go and watch. I think. Yeah. And it's going to be difficult, but it's important. So yeah. she said is coming on the 18th. We also have the menu, the Mark Mylod new film starring Anya Taylor Joy, which looks like. I'm not sure what to make of this. <laughs> it looks I, fun. I think so. it looks amazing. Yeah. I think it looks really fun. Kind I think like she a, looks really good in it, too. I feel like it's a little yeah. outside of what she's getting kind of known for, which is good. For sure. We got Ray Fiennes in here, too. You know, Nick Holt. Like, come on now. This is going to be cool. Um, and the director. I didn't know Mark, Mark Mylod was like, okay, he did, you know, Thrones and Shameless and Succession and, like, has directed basically every amazing <laughs> yeah. show over the past, like, decade. So we trust him. Yes. Um I do want to say in limited just because I don't know where these movies are going to play after this. Bones and All is also coming. The Luca yes. Guadagnino movie about uh, cannibals yeah. and stuff <laughs> starring Timmy Chalamet and uh, Taylor Russell. And then I just have to shout out The Inspection coming out on the 18th as well, which is actually the first feature film from Elegance Bratton, first time feature director and a production of A24. The recounts, it looks like the story of a guy going through boot camp for specific reasons. I'll leave it at that. You should watch the trailer. It's pretty powerful and it looks pretty good. Um, Streaming, we've got The Wonder coming to Netflix on the 16th, which is Florence Pugh's new movie that she'll actually probably be nominated for an Oscar for. Yeah. (laughs) And it looks absolutely gorgeous and I can't wait to watch. 
Um, Has this had a uh, theatrical run? No, and I don't think it will, but you never know. It's probably know. playing in you know one theater in New York somewhere to qualify it. Right, which I'm like, you know, come on now. Um, yeah. But that looks really, really good. I do also have to say that Nope is coming to Peacock on the 18th. So just like, it's doing the rounds. Check it out, yep. please. It's Watch great. It. We have Slumberland coming to Netflix on the 18th as well. Uh, and Spirited coming to Apple Plus or Apple TV Plus on the 18th. Uh, for shows, The Gangs of London is coming back on November 17th on AMC+. Plus. Uh, Pepsi, Where's My Jet? <laughs> so excited on November for November 17th on Netflix. I didn't realize it was a show, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for this. <laughs> oh, go If listeners, go watch the trailer for Pepsi, Where's My Jet? It, yeah. <laughs> the things people do. It's absolutely astounding. I love it. Um, the Sex Lives of College Girls is coming back. Uh, on November 17th on HBO as well, which is Mindy Kaling's show. Everyone should watch it. It's really, really fucking funny. Uh, and Top Gear is returning on November 17th on BBC. So we got some interesting stuff coming this week. Oh, it's uh, coming, yeah. And without further ado here, let's jump into this episode. Here we go. Walter Hamada. Josh, you brought this one to the table, so I'm going to let you yeah. bring us in and tell okay. us what's going on. So I just read about this today, today being Monday, or Tuesday. Um, Walter Hamada is a prolific, and I mean that sincerely, executive producer who has been working at Warner Brothers for the better part of this decade. Uh, I mean, he's been producing stuff, I mean, as far back as the Friday the 13th remake, um, the last two Final Destination movies, the entire Conjuring universe, including Annabelle, The Nun, and then he moved on to producing Aquaman, Shazam!, Joker, Birds of Prey, basically every DC movie that's come out since then. Basically uh, including, every, I mean, Joker, yeah. Birds, Wonder <laughs> Black Woman, Adam, the Batman. Suicide, Batman, Black Adam, Shazam, The Flash, Blue Beetle, Aquaman. Yeah. yeah. Everything coming up, including the uh, the canceled Batgirl uh, movie. And yes. he has now been recruited by Paramount after basically making Warner Brothers billions of dollars <laughs> for a decade. He's been recruited by Paramount strictly to basically juice up their horror movie catalog for streaming and for theatrical movies. Yes. Which is really interesting because I feel like nobody else is even thinking about this at the moment, which is so strange. And I think we can look back at this year. We can talk about Scream. We can talk about Halloween Ends. We can talk mm -hmm. about Smile. We can talk about Barbarian, these movies that all raked in you know, I think Barbarian made like sixty million dollars. Smile made like two hundred million dollars on like yeah. a fifteen million dollar budget. You know, the most expensive movie on here was Halloween, which is a thirty million dollars, and I'm sure that made over well over a hundred million. You know, so they're looking at yeah. this and going, "Wait a minute, why are why is nobody like filling this void right now with ten to thirty million dollar horror films?" And that's what he's coming in to do because yeah. that's basically what he did for like the better part of the early 2010s. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, dude, I'm surprised that nobody else has had this kind of like mentality. Yeah. Because I well, felt like horror has it, been like, been there forever. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting because as much as we talk about all of the other major streaming players, yeah. I think Paramount Plus is gaining some momentum. When it first came out, I feel like everyone kind of rolled their eyes and went okay great another, another one. one yeah here we go we're gonna get star trek for generations you know <laughs> literally um but paramount is doing some interesting things yeah you know i mean like we're talking about I, you know like you were saying like orphan first kill and smile and whatnot all are paramount things mm -hmm. and like they're looking at the industry from my perspective, at least, they're looking at the industry in more of a let's make movies kind of mentality than let's make endless TV shows. Yes. Which is not to say that they're not making six different Star Trek shows. Sure. <laughs> but there still is a lot of conversation about them making interesting stuff in terms of like movies. Yeah, um, for sure. And that like that's where I'm like, ooh, this is a really interesting thing because it it's it folds into that. And it's like, yeah, this is uh this is interesting. Very much so. It's really weird to me because horror is one of those genres, and I've said this before, but it never goes out of style. You know, it's yeah. something that is one of the last genres that can not only entertain you on your couch 
and like keep you planted there for 90 minutes, but will also drag you to a theater, you know? And mm-hmm. I think that that's one of these things that they're looking at because really what, what gets people to the theater? It has to be a tentpole or it has to be something where it's like, I told 50 people to see Barbarian in a theater. 20 yeah. of them went. That's pretty good. You know, Smile, I, I was in like a noon showing for Smile and half the theater was full. Like yeah. people want to go for the experience of being like this this impacted me in a way that it wouldn't have on my couch. And like what else? Like horror is the perfect example. Yeah. Well, it's an experience genre. Which <laughs> exactly. If you're going into an experience movie, then why not elevate the experience as much as you can? Yeah. Exactly. And so I'm really happy that Paramount is doing this. And it's so funny. Like I bring up Shutter all the time, but like that is the blueprint. The Shutter has gained like I don't know the the number, but they steadily they're on the like exponential rise for subscribers because of this type of stuff where people are like, Oh, speak no evil. Where yeah. do I find that? People are talking about that. Oh, resurrection. Like, where do I see that? Oh, that's on shutter. Dario Argento's new movie is on shutter. Like that's a shutter exclusive. Like that is crazy. <laughs> like, yeah. And so seeing Paramount do this, I mean, I don't know that any other studios would even really try something like this. Really like universal toys with it. But I don't yeah. know. It's weird to have conversations about Universal and Sony these days just because yeah. like, they don't have streaming services. I know. Um, but yeah, I mean, everything you're saying, like Paramount is um, what it, what a get for them. Dude. Let's talk about that for a second. In that, Insane. Like, <laughs> this guy is a player in the DCU, uh, which is brand new under brand new management yeah. <laughs> uh and you know you would think they would want to keep someone who's been such an integral player for them yeah on board but you know if he's gonna go and do his own thing then that means he's gonna go and do his thing like this is an appealing job position for him uh which exactly. gives me a <laughs> lot of like excitement because it's like yeah that's that's gonna be a quite the undertaking for him it was a terribly formed thought but you you get no but you're you're (laughs) spot on you are spot on and that is exactly what i was thinking i was like for him to be like okay after shazam fear the gods the flash aquaman 2 i'm done being ep on like largely some of the better movies like he's not producer on man of steel or like like batman versus superman you know he's he's EPing the good ones and movies that are making a billion dollars plus, you know? And so for him to make the switch, you're right. I mean, it has to be him getting like complete control over like what's going on here and being able to really pick and choose. And he has really good taste, you know, in terms of that stuff. So I'm excited. I can't wait to see what he does. I can't wait for what this means for theatrical releases of horror movies. Yeah. Like, I thought the Black Phone, when we had the Black Phone, I'm like, this is great. You know, I didn't love that movie, but I'm like, at least we're getting this. Now, we might get a Barbarian every, you know, twice a year in Mm -hmm. theaters. That's wonderful. I didn't think that was going to happen, you know. Malignant went straight straight to HBO. I'm like, so, I'm excited. I'm very, very excited. We'll have to have further conversations about budget versus box office like yeah value except sure and if this adds value to their to their yeah. box office numbers going forwards and when this starts to is it a cold. bigger win if it's you know yeah it's a horror movie that we spent 30 million dollars on that made you know 3x return which is right you know just 90 million dollars which is not a, right. a huge kind of yeah interesting yeah so speaking of box but office speaking numbers, speaking of box office, yeah, <laughs> bending over backwards for that one. Yeah, we are. Uh, Wakanda Forever is here. This was probably the most anticipated Marvel movie of the year, just because of what it means. I would, I would so. say, yeah. Um, well, and Bull, yeah, just because of the Chadwick thing. Yeah, I, think I, I like, think of how insane people thought Multiverse, Multiverse of Madness was going to be. Like, True. oh yeah, Wesley Snipes Blade is going to be in that. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Tom yeah, Cruise I think is in it. I, I, yeah. Um, but I think in terms of like, I'll say perceived quality versus yeah. fan service. Yes. Most anticipated for sure. Agreed. And it delivered on a lot of different fronts. We should qualify. Um, Josh has seen this. I have not. Yes. No spoilers. Um, so no spoilers. We're not even really um, going to talk about the movie too, too much. It's true. Um, we just want to talk about the numbers. 
We do, because that's what people care about these days. And it it made it made good money. It made a uh, thirty three. Oh, what am I saying? Three hundred thirty one point seven million dollars worldwide. Yeah, and one hundred eighty one million dollars domestic this weekend, which yeah. is and the I think strongest opening. Was its opening day? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Which shows you that people like wanted to show up for this thing. Yeah. Um, which is good because I think that the MCU has been in a weird place, and we've talked about this, but with the last couple installments not being super strong and the yeah. really lukewarm reception of their entire uh, TV slate is yeah. kind of, you're never really sure, but then you see numbers like this and you're like, oh, wait, no. It still is just a cash cow, you know, and we'll see in the coming weeks if it has like a 68% drop next week and then, you know, big issues here. But that's strong for people knowing that it was going to be a two hour and 40 minute movie. Yeah. And being like, okay, let's go show up for another Marvel movie post Thor Love and Thunder post all of these movies that didn't have a great reaction to. Yeah. Um, Well, I mean, like, it's weird in the say what you will about the MCU, but Black Panther is almost a tentpole in of itself. Mm-hmm. You could take away the rest of the MCU altogether mm-hmm. and Black Panther would still do crazy numbers. True. You know, it's taken on more of a cultural significance than a lot of the other projects. Like even you know, Iron Man at, at this point. Iron Man or Thor Love and Thunder or, you know, uh, even like Spider-Man. I mean, Spider-Man, I think it's still the biggest, but like. Sure. Uh, it's Black Panther. It it stands apart. It does. And I was saying this, and you'll hear this in our upcoming Tuned In episode. But since yeah. I've seen this, uh, the one comment I do want to make is that this is going to be a more divisive movie than I think people are expecting just because of the expectation. You know, mm-hmm. people are like, this is going to be... I mean, I had people were talking. Obviously, the first Black Panther movie was up for Best Picture. People were talking about that. Like, will this be up for Best Picture? Is it of that quality? And yeah. it's up to everyone to decide. But I, I know just, you know, from the people I know that have seen it, it's like you like it or you don't like it, you know? And then everything is kind of like that at this point. Yeah. So I'm I'm curious to see how it does in the following weeks. I know you're going to go see it at some point. Um, yes. And we'll see. You'll have to... T- tell me about the runtime and how that affects you because <laughs> yeah we'll see yeah um but yeah strong strong opening for this movie and i guess we're just gonna have to wait for ant-man to see what happens next in quantum mania that's the next one right it's the next one and i we saw a trailer before this and it it people are gonna see it i mean it's gonna be crazy so um yeah. oh, man we'll see i'm very i'm still very like on the fence about the MCU right now. There needs yeah. to be something that like really gets me back into it. We'll have to have a, a bigger conversation about it at some point, but I, I think there's yeah. an argument to be made that they need to rein back the TV stuff because it's tainting yeah. the brand. But uh, that's a different conversation. It's oversaturation. Um, yeah. Um, speaking yeah. of tainting the brand. <laughs> there you go. Um. We have to. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to click back to our document to remember what was coming next, <laughs> and I was like, "Ah, yes." Our boy Harry Styles. Yeah. Have you seen any movies that he's been in? He's only been in like four. You've I have seen not Dunkirk. Seen, I've seen Dunkirk. Um, I don't remember him in Dunkirk. I've seen like he doesn't really do anything in Dunkirk. Like right there, there is no demand for it. Um, I have not seen Don't Worry Darling and I have not seen The Policeman. My Policeman? My Policeman. The Policeman. Um, Either way. My Policeman, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't Jesus know. Christ. Is there it's another so one? It's so hard to look on his IMDb because it's like you have to scroll through like All of his music every videos. <laughs> other things that's listed there. Yeah. Uh, maybe there was another one in there. I don't know. If we're not counting Eternals, which we'll get to in a minute. But, yes, we will. But you haven't really experienced him I have in all not, of his glory. I have not seen him really trying to act. And I, I have to say, I don't really want to. Yeah. yeah. I guess. It's tough. It's weird. I don't I don't have any kind of real connection to him. I'm too old yeah. for the, the One Direction Harry Styles pop culture movement. Right. Um, that, like I said that and I agreed with it. And then I thought about what I just said. It made me really sad. <laughs> Uh, but you've seen him in 
everything basically all, right all of his stuff at this point yes yes yeah um and so let's bring it back so the reason we're talking about him is because he was teased at the end this is a spoiler for eternals so like yeah. I, I guess if you haven't seen it at this point uh he was teased in the post or mid credit scene of eternals as eros the brother of thanos yeah. if i'm recalling correctly yes which was just something i mean people went crazy like literally in the theater people were like yeah. oh my god and i'm like okay cool since then he's made two movies both of which yeah, this did pre, not yeah yeah pre don't worry darling pre my policeman both of which unfortunately premiered at major film festivals and also unfortunately did not have high ratings or high critical reception at all across the board which yeah could spell trouble if this guy is going to be either a lead antagonist or lead protagonist in an MCU movie going forwards. Yeah. Or any projects that he has had slated moving forwards. Because in my humble opinion, he is a really bad actor. Like a yeah. truly, truly terrible actor. Well, and it's <laughs> worth noting that he has said now that he's taking a step back from acting to focus on music. Which, yes. like, I would do the same if I had two movies come out within a couple months that were just completely critically panned and, like, everyone was... And, the, and you know. he was the problem with them, yeah. like... <laughs> so, I guess the question is, like, should they be more careful? Should we be more careful putting too much stock into someone because of perceived talent or, like, value? Like, that's not the main question here, but that's one thing I was wondering. I'm like, it, it like, we jumped everybody jumped the shark on this one like yeah everyone was like this is our man and then it's like yeah. oh wait a minute like he was slated to be in a robert eggers movie and he's not anymore yeah yeah supposedly he turned that one down but yeah so yes, i mean but there's like no the interesting thing there. is like it's not an unheard of jump no. of here's like a pop culture icon that's now going to become an actor um, yes and some of them are great yeah, I mean, like, some of them are, like, there's there's so many. I mean, like, the one I had in my head was Justin Timberlake, who, you know, yeah. is in things from time to time, but is one of those people that can just kind of do anything he tries. Jamie Foxx, too, yeah. So. Um, yeah, Jamie Foxx, too, but, like, the list goes on and on. I mean, you have, like, Ludacris and yeah. Queen Latifah and Ice Cube and fucking Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. you know yeah um, m&m a little bit <laughs> m&m yeah i mean like i could go down the list i mean barbara streisand you know david yeah. bowie like and and i mean even like lady gaga kind of for a, a topical for sure one. for um, sure actually that's know. a really good example because she's yeah like you, you really you good. say what you will about house of gucci <laughs> but like she wasn't bad in that no, no. you know um She's good at saying, everything, oh, yeah. my God, Lady Gaga, stop, you know. Right. Um, <laughs> so, like, you can see the jump, like, and you can see it, work, but it, it didn't work. To a baffling degree. Like, it's one of those yeah. things where you're like, you see someone like that who has a stage presence who clearly, he's he's been around. He does this stuff. He's been in music videos. Like, I'm no doubt he's acted before. Yeah. And then just to see that he just, there's nothing going on there. And having everyone put their stock into this person, like, he didn't audition for these roles, did he? Yeah. I mean, like, I can't like there's I just mean, no way. <laughs> like, you, you talk about Don't Worry Darling, there's the whole Come on. controversy yeah. around that. Um, yeah. But. Even my policeman, I'm like, what was his audition? Like, yeah. My God. Yeah. I mean, like, and I mean, I think Dunkirk's the interesting thing to look at here because he's not yeah. bad in Dunkirk. He's just like, there's nothing really challenging for it yeah it's um, just like which there, i think yeah. i've already said in this episode already but like you know it's You're one right. of those if you say oh yeah harry styles he was good in dunkirk mm -hmm. he could do something like that's kind of enough of a tip-off you know mm -hmm. but like he it wasn't there wasn't a lot to do and it's a christopher nolan movie like right so it's just it just didn't didn't work and you know if we come back to the question of eros and like yeah teasing things i can't imagine that's gonna go anywhere how can it <laughs> i mean short of just like straight up recasting yeah which is not unheard of you know like love don Cheadle. 
yeah and especially for like here's one character in a you know a teasing kind of thing um i hope right. they don't replace pat oswald as um modok no not as modok but uh pat oswald was the voice of like eros's little cg buddy oh. that was with him, uh whose name i can't remember i don't remember either that's awesome do you think Harry Styles could get there? Do you think he was put in two way too high profile roles too soon? Do you think there's a talent there or do you think he should stick to singing? I mean, if no doubt the movies that he chose or were chosen for him were not doing him favors. Yeah. Um and I think there's a chance he could do it. I just like He's at the point where you should be trying to get gigs in indie films or commercials. Like you're mm-hmm. at the point where someone really needs to get in there and show you what it means to act because yeah. he just is just reading lines off a page at this point. He just doesn't understand what's going on, really. And it's just like, oh, I'll just be yeah. me and like talk. Um, he could get there. I don't have the patience to see it, really, <laughs> unless it's just like a bunch of small stuff that isn't the biggest movie of the year or whatever, yeah. you know, four movies that are just like, Oh, Venice premiere. Yeah. But if he <sighs> was, pl- if he was grabbing like small Dunkirk size level roles, like cameo stuff, not even cameo, but like, Hey, here's a, a guy he's in like six or seven scenes, you know, for a sure. Minute. Yeah. Um, the sixth lead or something. Yeah. Where it's like, here's all this talent that's around him. That's going to like actually carry the movie. Right. But like, Oh yeah, here's him in a small role. Sure, but like leading stuff, no way. When all I the attention's on him. Yeah, and I and that's the thing is like I don't think he even wants to get there. Like, no, I think he's a musician more more so. You know. Yeah. And interestingly, like also a musician like at the top of his game. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe not game's the right word, but like he's like peak pop culture right now. For sure. Uh, which like. You know, you think of Lady Gaga as like she's not past her like prime, but like, you know, her uh, her peak pop culture was a little while ago. And she's probably looking around yeah. going like, what what's next? For sure. For yeah. sure. And for her, it feels like, and I'm just making speculation, it felt like something that she always knew she kind of wanted to do. And I don't know much about Lady Gaga. Whereas for Harry yeah. Styles, I think it was people going like, you should be in movies, kid. You you yeah. can draw me in a crowd because there's no way Don't Worry Darling would have made any money without this guy in it. And like I said, the cheers for Harry Styles for Eros is like, none of these people know who this guy is. Eros, like, no way do these people yeah. who are cheering know who this is. So, like, he has that draw. And not in. for nothing, I've seen tweets from his fan base of how great he is in Don't Worry Darling of like how it's like he took everyone else in that movie to school in terms of how to act. And it's like, no, but like, that's your fan. But it's like, it's the same kind of MCU toxicity. That's like, yeah, these are the greatest movies ever made. And you're like, right. And games better than the Godfather. Yeah. Yeah. Like pump the brakes here. (laughs) It's true. It's true. So like in that regard, he could be like him being in a Marvel movie won't do it. Won't, to bring it all the way back, won't necessarily taint the reputation of the movie because yeah. it's an MCU movie that people already are kind of like, eh, about. So yeah. if he's in it, all it's going to do is draw probably more people to go see it because everyone else is just going to see it anyways. Um, yeah. Versus my policeman, it's like, uh, I would not, you know. <laughs> so um, I don't know. I mean, we probably won't see him in anything for a while, if ever again, but yeah. I don't know. Maybe if he takes some classes, comes back in like 10 years and has kind of a re re evaluation of his career, that would be, I'm for yeah. it. I want the best for the guy. I mean, he doesn't need my blessing, but. <laughs> yeah. So we'll just let Eros go then? I don't care anymore, really. I don't really yeah. know his deal. Um and again, I mean, if we bring it to the to the post credit scenes, are we ever going to see Clea again? Like, we're spoiling everything yeah. at this point, guys. So um, are, are we going to see any of these people again? Like, Hercules? Like, are these slated to be in movies? Like, Yeah, or are they just here? I mean, I feel like Clea specifically, like, Charlize Theron is too large of an actor sure. to not be, like, a major player. You know? Like, she's right. not signing on for one scene 
uh, right. to just like be like whatever. Uh, whereas, um, what's his name? Hercules guy. Hercules. Where is he? Where is he? Brett. Brett Goldstein. That's right. All I could <laughs> think was Roy Kent, and I'm like, no, not no. Uh, whereas Brett Goldstein is like up and coming, sure, but not like a major star that's like not going to sign on for like a quick cameo. I'm sure he was like, all right, yeah, sure. hell yeah, I'll get into the MCU, you know. Right. Um, whereas I don't think they're casting Shirley's they're on without a kind of uh, yeah, plan. larger plan in place. Um, but I, I mean, that's, yeah, there's, but what? Go ahead. I was just going to say, but who knows? Like, th- that yeah. could just, like, well, like we said, we'll do a whole MCU phase four thing because at this point in time, after you see Wakanda Forever, yeah. I really have no clue, like, where we're, what's going on. Like, yeah. I don't know where any of the movies fit in terms of the timeline or, like, when they take place at all. Yeah. So, I mean, they could scrap it all. All of those could just be like, oh, we needed a, we needed something. Let's just throw somebody well, in here. The other thing, too, is they could sit on it for a decade. You know? Like, I, yeah. I was thinking when we were talking about this, um, Tim Blake Nelson is going to be in an upcoming yeah. thing as the leader, which yeah. is a character from The Incredible Hulk from 2008 right you know and like they teased him at the end of that like he has his whole like oh how he becomes the leader thing and like Mm -hmm. that's been one of the big ones that people are like where's the storyline marvel where's the storyline where's the storyline and lo and behold 14 years later yeah here it comes here we go so like you know they might sit on arrows for 10 years until until it's like you know what let's do it took some classes we're better let's do this yeah i mean speaking about seeing things 10 years down the line i guess yes yes um, yes teasing things way way far yeah. away <laughs> so no more margot robbie pirates movie yeah pirates of the caribbean looking forward to <laughs> yeah supposedly we're bailing on the female-led pirates of the caribbean with margot robbie and we're potentially looking at two other pirates of the caribbeans coming up yes uh but like nothing's confirmed they're just kind of like yep this franchise still exists right which like no it doesn't like when was the last pirates movie like dead men tell tell no tales is that it yeah i think so 2017 oh nailed it um, yeah, 2017 with Javier, right? Yeah, I don't think I saw that movie. Um, but it's not, it's not good. Um, probably still. And then on Stranger Tides was the one. No, I guess so. They've all had Johnny Depp, right? Yep. But yeah. This was. I mean, be... one of them they're going to go find him, but that happens in the first like 40 minutes of the movie, of the two and a <laughs> yes. forty two That's, hour forty uh, minute at movie. World's End, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> can't believe we're talking about the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. <laughs> Dude, I, I mean, they've they've grossed over three billion dollars collectively. It's it's one of those like I put it in a very similar kind of vein as Transformers. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. And that like the first Pirates is amazing. I love the first Pirates and it's got a lot of the same like hit points as uh, as Transformers. Of like, yeah. it's kind of hilarious. Like it changed really good the whole kind of vibe effects. of what that could be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then it, they just kind of keep making them. Yeah. <laughs> but like to continue my parallel, then we got Bumblebee from Transformers, which I actually really enjoyed because it movie. wasn't just the insane chaos. So I'm like, let's like look at it and be like, hey, maybe we can make something fresh and new. Um, yeah. And I don't think that's going to happen much in the same way. That's not going to happen without uh, Michael Bay. Or with Michael Bay, I guess. Sure. <laughs> For Transformers, like I don't yeah. think that's going to happen with Johnny Depp involved with right pirates. Right. Um, do you think that's part of what's going on here? And we're getting way far away over the topic of like, should this, should they be? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll bring it back. Putting things out that far ahead, but like, do you think part of this is Johnny Depp becoming palatable again and like? oh, maybe we could make another Pirates movie with him? I mean, that's probably in the conversation. 
I I mean, I don't know that Johnny Depp is more marketable than Margot Robbie at this point still. Like, that's the thing I'm like, yeah, yeah. I don't, you know, Johnny Depp was good, but, like, he's not, I, I really don't care about him anymore is the thing. Like, sure. And I think, like, his whole deal, like, him coming back as Jack Sparrow would be a drawing point. Yeah. But I think the last four Pirates movies being critically not good mm-hmm. is should be reason enough to recast but not recast but like you know add someone else expand yeah but the money is what talks you know and yeah. all those movies make like 700 million dollars plus so yeah. what are you gonna and do jack really? sparrow's gonna be is the big yeah i mean can you name any of the other characters in that franchise barbosa is one barbosa oh oh elizabeth swan yes Oh, I don't we remember Orlando, Orlando there. Uh, uh, Will uh, Turner. Uh, Will Turner. Yes. <laughs> no, other than that, uh, I mean, go. I could I mean, probably we crank just a few name more. Four yeah. main characters, you know, but like it took a minute. Like, whereas you can say yeah. Jack Sparrow. Like, if I just said Will Turner to somebody, their brain's not going to go to no pirates. Where, but if you say Jack Sparrow, yeah. But man, like that's so to bring it to bring it really back. Yeah, I. And a lot of people, I think you, like, we were excited when we heard this because it was like, this could be a change, pun intended, a changing of the tides here for these movies and be like, let's get it back on track. Let's get a different director. Unless I guess Gore comes back, but like, I don't think that's in the cards. Um, So it's just like, why even say anything? I mean, I get, I don't, I don't get it. Why say anything if it's like, this is not set in stone? Which it seems like nothing is ever set in stone in Hollywood, even though contracts are signed constantly. It's like, oh well, you know, that's not happening. Anymore. Sure. Like, what? Yeah. What does the contract mean? Like. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like they just scrapped Batgirl. Like, yeah. <laughs> but it was made um, already. Like. <laughs> so, I don't know. I just have a problem with that, especially because I'm like, what is the Margot Robbie stock like dropping for some reason? Like, I like I don't, people don't talk about her anymore. I don't think that. I, I think she's in a ton of movies this year, and nobody's she's like in so much. Yeah. Nobody's talking about her. <laughs> um, I don't think her stock is dropping necessarily. Oh, man. I was going to say, like, oh, maybe her she hasn't been to her major franchises, but there was a Suicide Squad movie last year. Right. Um, in a Birds of Prey movie. Oh, Suicide, Suicide Squad movie Suicide this year in a Birds of Prey movie last year. Yeah. The Suicide Squad wasn't this year. That was last year. The Suicide Squad was last year. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So she was in two last year or was Birds one of Prey of was the year before. 2020. Oh, my God, yeah. dude. The pandemic. Yeah. Oh my Time, god. Man. Um <laughs> but yes. <laughs> so yeah, no, I mean love Margot Robbie. She's becoming known less as a franchise actress, I feel like, is the thing. Like she's getting involved with like the top tier directors. And I you know, but like that's I, even I'm saying that, I'm like, but that's like the stupidest thing to say, like, oh, that's why they're scrapping a uh mm. pirates movie. She's getting too um, good. <laughs> Yeah, oh, well, I don't know if, like, we want, you know, like, she would be amazing in it. Um, right. I think it's literally just one of those things that, like, they announced this years ago. Yeah. And then, like, have just been drifting away from it and drifting away from it and drifting away from it. Because who the hell can predict where you're going to be 10 years down the line? Right, right. You know, like, Disney could spin off their amusement park branch into its own company and not have the rights to pirates of the caribbean anymore because you know they're insane um because wow, we live happened. in the darkest timeline uh truly but like you know what i mean and like then oh well i guess we're scrapping all of that like there's life happens like mm-hmm. and things change you know so why even like i just it's so why just... announce it yeah i mean just to drum up hype for a movie that like it doesn't matter how much hype it gets is it more of here's a question do you think it's more of a thing and i don't know that either of us would have any way of knowing this but yeah is it more of a thing that this stuff always happens this far in advance and it's just all the information comes to us way more than it used to probably i don't think that i don't entirely buy that but like because i don't think things were planned out as far as they are now because of the mcu i think they changed the game on that Um, for sure but like, you know, they could have started putting together a Margot Robbie Pirates movie a decade ago. And then, well, I guess not a decade ago, but like, you know, at some point and then 
when she officially signs or something. I don't know. I'm losing my train of thought here, but like it might just be that all of this stuff is so publicized these days that yeah. now we're like, whoa, this is like right. crazy when, you know, something like this five years ago, 10 years ago, like may have already fallen apart and we just never knew about it. For sure. And I think, I mean, definitely this stuff used to happen like behind closed doors, but you're right. Like, I don't think people were thinking 10 years ahead. Yeah. Because 10 years ago, like what the longest running series was probably Star Wars maybe at that point, you know? Probably, and, yeah. um, And that was an anomaly. That was like George Lucas is just like a madman, like doing yeah. whatever he wants to. And now, I mean, even with the previous three Star Wars movies, this the, the sequels, very like okay here we go and now disney and star wars their d23 they have things mapped out i mean they they literally well, and they've the announced Marvel program rain johnson's trilogy yeah. like yeah who knows when that's coming you and know sean it, levy but, levy's movie and like <laughs> it's yeah i mean is it just feeding the beast like they have they always want to know like like people are just continually asking like when what what's going on with pirates what's going on with pirates? are we getting another pirates movie and they don't want to let the brand die they don't want to shut the door. We, I mean, because, I mean, think about this. Like, we got the news that she was out the same time they, they dropped the news that, oh, but there's still two Pirates movies potentially coming. Yeah. You know? Because you got to so, the beast. You got to keep it alive. Exactly. You got to keep it in the public conscience, um, which is, again, we bring it back to the MCU. That's why they tease, oh, 2026, we have an Avengers <laughs> yeah. movie. Like, come on, dude. Like, <laughs> You want me to pre-order tickets now you know like but that's um, the thing and i maybe that's just a stance of where we currently are as yeah. like a pop culture world yeah you know maybe in five years we'll fade away from that and they'll be like i don't care five years out i just like january 1st let me know what's coming out this year yeah like imagine the hype if like january 1st they were like hey here's everything here's two avengers movies yeah coming out this year we go we would all collectively lose our minds right but we all know there that there's not we know exactly what's going to come out next year mm. and that's the way people like it, it and maybe is we'll it, move away is it though or yeah, is it, it do totally people is. think they like it like that <laughs> well i won't get into uh, <laughs> psychology whether or not people think they've been duped but uh yeah it's, it's just baffling though. to me yeah <laughs> I don't know. I, I uh, well, one, I wanted to see this movie because I think that would have been really fun, and she would have fit right in, like she truly would fit perfectly <laughs> into that world. I don't like, know why it's so perfect. It's just she has the energy. Yeah. She has the right energy and the right like charisma to drive something like like her Harley Quinn is yeah. proof that she could do a Jack Sparrow. Like um, yeah. So I don't know. I we're gonna for sure get more of these scheduling like okay we're gonna get you know indiana jones 7 in 2020 or 2030 i mean the russos were like we're not coming back to marvel for 10 years and i'm like you don't know what you're doing in 10 years the indiana jones (laughs) thing is interesting because we have three indiana jones movies slated but five is getting pretty critically panned like people are seeing things to it and they're just like it's terrible and like if it's terrible they're not gonna Mm. make two more of them you know that's true or more to the point harrison ford's not gonna make more <laughs> come on yeah come on now i can't believe Ooh. harrison ford like is still <laughs> involved in those at all i don't know i know and he loves it he's like this is the it's one thing so he's excited funny. about it's so funny i feel like harrison ford hates everything he's in and he keeps making these career moves and i'm like but you hate this like he's replacing thunderbolt ross i know in the MCU, and I'm like, I feel like you hate this, man. Dude, like, they must be paying him so much money. That's the thing he always comes back to. He's just like, if the check clears and it's yeah. not too too crazy on me, like, you know, psh, dude, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I, I'm. Well, what about Avatar? What if Avatar sucks? <laughs> what if that movie's <laughs> terrible? <laughs> I mean, if, if Avatar <laughs> sucks, like, yeah. James or Cameron gets no to do money. whatever he wants forever. Yeah, but they're not gonna they're not gonna bankroll, you know. Here's six hundred mil to make two more of these things. Yeah, you know, that, I, that are I'm gonna be no sure money. James Cameron could just bankroll it himself. If he wanted That's to. probably true. That's but, probably um, true. Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting because there is no bet, but it's like there are sure bets, and that like like a pirates movie is gonna make money. 
Right. Especially after you know? this long. <laughs> yeah. Although I don't know what the one in 2017 did, but especially you get, see, it's, it's all, there's all, it's all a formula. Get Gore Verbinski, get Gore Verbinski back doing another one. There you go. Yeah. You know, it's all legacy, the formula, man. legacy pirates movie coming at you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we'll see. I don't know. Oh, uh, anyway. All right. Yeah. I feel like I was a little all over the place on that one, but I think it's, 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 there's a lot to chew on here. Right. This is more of an observational uh, episode, I think, where we're just kind <laughs> yeah. of commenting like, on what the hell's going, going on. on. Yeah. <laughs> so I suppose. Yeah. It will continue as always, but that will do it for this week's episode, guys. Um, and shall we give you some recommendations here? Yeah. So in that we are coming to the end of 2020. Yes. Um, it is almost December, which is the last month That's of the year. That's just terrifying. It's time to start looking backwards. Yep. Now we're going to do some reviewing, some year in review work mm-hmm. uh, coming up. But we figured we'd start with a recommendation of a movie from 2022. Mm-hmm. That we enjoyed, but is not going to hit our top ten. Right, one which that is we an want interesting you to watch, exercise. But yeah, yes, <laughs> because there's a lot of stuff that I'm like, that was really good, and then I've watched plenty of other stuff that I'm like, yeah, that was better though. Right. So, Josh, do you want to go first on this one? Uh I can if you'd like me to. Yeah, I'm ready. So chosen. All right, let's do it. <laughs> um, so yeah, this was a. This was an interesting exercise, especially because like I feel like I've talked about a lot of the movies that have come out this yeah. year already. But the one I really want everybody to watch is actually so I made a list on my letterbox and I actually made it private because I don't want anyone to see it before we do our episode. So that was nice. a, a last minute decision there. Um, but it's a movie that I talked about way early in the year, premiered on HBO Max, and it's called The Fallout, directed mm. by Megan Park, uh, starring Jenna Ortega in like her the first of like five major roles that she had this year, which is pretty crazy. Like one of the more um, up and coming actors of this generation, which I'm really excited about. She's really talented. Um, But the, the fallout follows uh, it's basically a coming of age story with the backdrop of a school shooting that happened at Mm. this girl's school. And she has to deal with growing up and dealing with high school and all the stuff that she has to deal with friends, siblings, boyfriends, girlfriends, with this trauma looming over her head and dealing with it. And, um, you know, they deal, they, they talk a lot about things in a way that I think kids today would understand. Like it's very, it's obviously Mm. contemporary. It could only take place now. Um, therapy is, is used a lot in there. And like when I was in school, like therapy was, you go to therapy if you like have a serious, serious issue, you know, like sure. it wasn't just like, go, you, everyone should have a therapist. It was like, you need therapy, like that type of thing. Now it's more of a like, oh, wait a minute, everyone should be in therapy. And that's addressed in this um, a lot. And it's just a really powerful, crushing and real look at what kids have to deal with more and more in America, mm. especially with, you know, obviously all the gun violence. And, and this is just a, a reality and using the school shooting not as the center point, but as something that just kind of flavors the movie and yeah. makes it be like, okay, this is just this just happened, you know, and she has to internalize and feel that as a kid. Like that's more than any kid yeah. should have to go through. Um, yeah. So it's a really, really great movie. Also stars Maddie Ziegler, Shailene Woodley is in this, Julie Bowen, John Ortiz. Really, really, really solid movie from Megan Park, which uh, I just can't wait to see what else she does. So check it out. Still streaming on HBO Max, I believe. I think it was an exclusive. Nice. And yeah, number 16 on my list. One. Good, I'll good. Have to, tough movie. I'll have to knock that out. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Yeah. <sighs> Your turn. <laughs> You've... <sighs> Mine's like so inappropriate. They don't have to be, you know. I know, but you always do this to me. It's, like, it's, it's better if yours like, is way different. It's a weird, it's a weird differential in our tastes in movies, which I think you and I have pretty similar tastes in movies. Yeah, like, I'd say like eighty percent. For yeah, because you got the like, horror yeah. thing. Like there's, you know, there's for sure. Yeah. Um. Do it. 
So my recommendation to compare with the fallout <laughs> is uh, I really want to recommend Beavis and Butthead do the universe. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because I was looking at the list of movies from this year that I've watched. And that one, like, you know, once I take out all the ones that I'm like, yeah, top movies of the year. I'm like, that one's like, I had so much fun with that movie. Yeah. It walked an impossible line. Yes. Like, I went into that movie going, okay, like. Beavis and Butthead's not gonna work in 2022. Like, this is this is gonna be problematic. And they, you know, go Mike Judge like toes the line really well, and just like is a lot of fun. Is exactly what you remember Beavis and Butthead being without being like insane. Um, Mm -hmm. And yeah, I mean, like it's just it's not gonna be my top ten, but I really enjoyed that movie. Yes, dude. I got I got no complaints. Nothing wrong with that. That's like a um, it's it's these are two movies that different different emotions. You watch them on different days, you know. Yes, for sure, <laughs> for sure. Um, that's great. So yeah, I mean, and that's, and that's a that's a what? Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus. There you go. Look at um, that. <laughs> and it has uh, th- there's a a series running of it now. There's really? a new Beavis and Butthead series running on Paramount Plus. I wonder if that was. That must have been greenlit before that, but yeah, interesting, interesting. So yeah, probably one of the weirder double features we've done. <laughs> yeah, I don't know um, if that's a back to back. I don't know showing. what you could really pair Beavis and Butthead do the universe with that would like not be like an insane double feature. Um, you could no, I mean, I mean, you could have done like the Bill and Ted movie, maybe or true. like there unbearable weight, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some weight. absurdity. Well, um. <laughs> Chippendale Rescue Rangers was one of the other ones in in the running there. Um, nice, which nice. I love that movie too. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, so that'll do it. Um, that will. Let's bring it home, uh, Josh. Where can people find you on the internet? Uh, people can find me on the internet on Twitter at Josh Fuller thirty three. Fuller is spelled with no e. You can also find me on both Instagram and the Letterboxed at Josh J Fuller. Um, I just recently started a new list of all the movies where Liam Neeson uh, kicks a bunch of people's ass, and I'm slowly making my way through them, and I will, I will report on my findings when I'm finished. Um, <laughs> and where can people what find a weird, you, Willis? <laughs> what a weird, just like, this is how I'm spending the end of the year. Uh, <laughs> you can find me on the internet, on Instagram, on Twitter, on Letterboxd, at Willis Film. Uh, and if you want to find the podcast, you can find us on Instagram at Pixel Splitters. You can find us on Twitter at Pixel Split Pod. Uh, and you can find us on Letterboxd at Pixel Splitters, where you'll find all of our recommendations, including The Fallout and Beavis and Butthead Do the Universe. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Fantastic. Um, we should tease next week just because next sure. week we are going to come back to another Megapixels episode and we are going to talk about, we're going to do a review of our uh, top five most anticipated movies of the year Yes, and talk about it. Talk about, it's it's interesting to, to give it a little more of a tease. Um, I think this year has changed my taste in movies a little bit. Really? I won't go mm-hmm. in anymore, but. Uh, okay. Yeah, we'll see. We will uh, see. Yeah, so tune in for that next week, and um, that'll do it. That will definitely do it. Nice. End of pod.